We don't have time for this. We'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land where we make this podcast, the Garigal and the Gairamangal people. We pay our respects to all First Nation elders, past, present and emerging. Can we talk about the new wiggle? Big, strong John. The purple wiggle. <laughs> have yes. you seen him? I have. Do you know? Okay. Do you know how many DLs have like sent him to me? Like, check this out. Move over, Marco. Look at the new purple wiggle. What's before I get into my thoughts? Mm-hmm. What, what do you think? Okay, look. My first introduction of Big Strong John, the purple wiggle, was on Fruit Salad TV on YouTube. Cool. And put it this way, it was not doing him any favors. It was not putting his best foot forwards. Why? You know? Um, look, love the wiggles. Mm-hmm. It's daggy, it's dorky, it's it's not meant to be cool, right? No. But then go to Big Strong John's Instagram. Yeah. Go on, Revs. Tell the DLs about Big Strong John's oh, Instagram. So many it's conflicting, right? Because he's no, part of a kid's show. it's not conflicting. Show. It's no. annoying. <laughs> okay? It's annoying. I've made no secret of my take on the Wiggles. Mm-hmm. The Wiggles are not for me. I think it's lowest common denominator. Come at me. I don't care. Like, this is strongly how I feel. I feel like they phoned it in for so long. So props to them for pivoting. You know, they've got the new yellow wiggle. She's amazing. I love Sahai. She's, and Rafa loves Sahai. She's amazing. I love the wiggles, okay? So the new yellow wiggle, the new purple wiggle, they're much more modern. Like they're yes. TikTokers, yeah. you know? Like they're bringing it into 2023. Look, it's great that they brought a breath of fresh air sure. in those younger kids. But the way they are coming for the mums with this thirst trap. <laughs> Like we should be fucking grateful. You know, it's like, oh, my God, thank you, Wiggles, for bringing me this. And he's like, food salad, yummy, yummy. Nah. Revs, I hard disagree. I uh, think nah. we have two entities at play here. Okay. I think we have the Wiggles who yeah. have kept it G-rated yeah. where I was like, oh, John, he's a bit cute, but mm, Dag City, whatever. Yeah. Classic Wiggles notes, you yeah. know, in their mm-hmm. vibe and branding. John has gone rogue. <laughs> He's doing his own branding He's exercise. A real content on the side. creator. He is. <laughs> okay, let's bring the DLs up to speed. So the oh, purple- they're up to speed. They've been DMing me for a week Reps. about this. There are a lot who yeah. aren't. Okay, okay. the and for com- our the, international the private well. conversations that you have in your DMs <laughs> do not extend to include <laughs> okay. our DL family. Fair enough. Fair okay, enough. so for context. <laughs> For our overseas DLs, there's a Wiggles. It's a kids show. It's hugely successful. It started with four fully grown men who couldn't make it as a pop band. Called the Cockroaches. Rock band, yes. Their OG name was the Cockroaches. And they did an incredibly clever pivot. They saw a gap in the market with kids entertainment. So they changed their music to be catered to young children. Hence the Wiggles. They're famous for songs such as... Big red car, do the propeller, fruit salad, yummy, yummy. Hot potato, hot potato. Yes. Music in inverted commas. I just like, they phone it in. Dude, the popularity, yeah, the yeah, data, yeah. the numbers yeah, yeah. don't lie. I know, I'm the okay. only person in the whole world who's not a fan. It doesn't matter if you're not a fan. No, my kids aren't either. I refuse to have it on there. And they don't, they've never engaged with it. They're like, oh. Okay. Well, but my all- kids froth. They're as basic <laughs> as all the other kids and they just love the wiggles. Okay, let them enjoy the wiggles. But I'm like. They are trying to thirst trap the mums. Part of me is like, great, like, good. Give the mums a little sum-sum. And the other part of me is like, we are not that basic, you know? But you are, babe. It's not for me. He's no Marco. I don't know. Okay, DLs. Rebs is jumping ahead and she's she's applying assumed knowledge to you, which is not fair. Okay, so for context, again, if you go to the Purple Wiggles Instagram, which I believe is at Big Strong John or Big John Wiggle. John Wiggle. I don't know. The guy has mastered transitions. Here we go, getting horny for editing again. Yeah, there's something about editing. It's a real turn on. 
He's clearly got every app under the sun or downloading every filter tool, like mm. clever trick filter that's yep. available on the interweb and coming up with some cool shit. Honey, i got to call you up on saying interweb. Yeah, You've got to stop. It's just fun. No, it's, I love it's it. It's aging you. No, I do it. <laughs> don't don't get Botox and then say interweb. It's like really <laughs> counterintuitive. I thought you were going to say, don't go get Botox and call it Botox. <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing? Why do you do this? Yeah, I'm tangenting us. It's what I do. Well, we need to start this episode. Do we? Yes. I'm happy to keep talking about it. No, anyway, just, just, just get mad if there's no song. Okay. We have a thousand things to do, but we'd rather chat to you. With emails and meetings and husbands and kids, we don't have time for this. Just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I'm your host, Gemma Pranita, a.k.a. Gemma Peanut on the gram, along with my co-host, Kate Rebs. I'm not a fan of this wiggle because we're just- back onto it. Straight in. All right. It's just like the Crocs twiglets or whatever they're called, the charms that you can get for your Crocs. Yeah. Bow down to the marketing By the department. way, they're calling those the Pandoras of feet. Yeah. Which niblets? I, I just think it's niblets? brilliant. Niggles? Oh, what are they called? I don't know. Anyway. Bow down to the marketing department for that upsell. Mm-hmm. Bow down to the Wiggles marketing department for this massive pivot into TikTok land. Love it. Like, great to update. But is it the Wiggles or is it John exclusively? Well, it's got to be a combo. No, I, this is where I hard disagree. Surely they learnt from Emma Wiggle that they're like, we got to own these people. <laughs> we got to own them so they don't run off and start their own thing. Uh, I think John's smart. Yeah. I think this is a very clever personal branding exercise, leveraging what he's currently got, which mm-hmm. is his role as the purple Wiggle. Mm. And you can tell by his apartment he's compensated. Okay, you talk about <laughs> thirst trap. Like, I have been frothing over his, his apartment. apartment. <laughs> First of all, Archer. Okay, we know and I know having gone through renovations recently, anytime you add a curve, whether it's to a kitchen bench top, whether it's to a doorway, when you add a curve, you double the price. Now, John's house, full of curves. Interior design tips with Chummy. I just love that we're like, this thirst trap. Did you see the cornices? Check out that hardwood floor. His house is beautiful. Anyway, a part of me wonders if he may be a trust fund baby and just has this boss home and he's like, yeah, I'll be a wiggle that sounds like fun and then his assumptions he's got a partner maybe she's some big time lawyer or whatever some boss girl yeah sure boss girl yeah sorry no. i apologize anyway happy valentine's day y'all happy v day do we celebrate valentine's day i feel like this is the question that comes up year after year how do we feel about this day Revzy? um all right mixed so i've always been chill girl mm. who's like i don't care about valentine's day you could not say oh, that whatever. in a less chill but i don't care, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> but look how much i care but like, gifts is your love language. Americano is yeah. going to have to step up. Yeah. I, no, I've told him. I took a leaf out of your book and I was like, set expectations. Don't just like set a test trap and yeah. wait for him to fall into this gaping hole. Yeah. He's American also. Mm. So I'm like, step it up. Oh, they're givers. Like, br- they br- love gift giving. Bring me the American Valentine's Day experience I've never had. Because I was married to a British person who, you know, they famously are like, no, that's a hallmark bullshit. I'm not getting involved. No, you know, like so we never did it. Don't play anything. But then I read an article on Mamma Mia. 
Oh, God. What? That said, by a very highly credited, cited psychologist, Mm -hmm. relationships expert, Mm -hmm. that if you don't celebrate Valentine's Day, the relationship is doomed. (laughs) So I forwarded that to him and I was like, we've got to do something. I don't care what it is. No gifts, but like, we've got to do something. That is some serious emotional blackmail, right? I don't care. It's problematic. (laughs) I'm just got to buttress this relationship. Oh, my word. I don't want it to fail. Poor Americano. Bring me a rose. That's all I have to say. Bring me a rose. She wants a dozen. To the value of $500. Okay. There you go. I've laid it out for you. Yeah. Look, Valentine's Day is You cooked. have to buy Rebs's love, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Let that be known. <laughs> hey, the DL who sent me champagne to the pool, she gets it. My love language. Oh, my God. Rebs. No, you think it's a... Oh, we're not going to do this again. No, but we're not you think it's it. about the thing. It's not about the thing. Well, then if it's not about the thing, why isn't your love language acts of service? I didn't choose my love language. No, fuck it off. It just happened to me. Uh, Gift is a material thing. Yeah, but it says... When there is acts of service as another personality trait option. But it's not like, hmm, let me choose who I want to be. Okay, I'll pick acts of service. It's just what speaks to your soul. Okay, so you love shit. So Valentine's Day is perfect for you. Hallmark, you are their... I'm the Hallmark princess. Look, you're their (laughs) ideal customer avatar. Okay, I'm going to call it what it is. When they are designing things for Valentine's Day, they're like, yes, there's this girl, Kate Revs, her love language is gifts. Let's get in her brain. What are her pain points? What are her needs? Like Slide on in, Hallmark. (laughs) It's you, babe. So do you do it? Are you guys going to do it? Okay, so I'm going to be really boring, but I'm la-di-da. Yeah. Look, I'm all for celebration. I'm all for marking moments, occasions and moments. And yeah, we can do that thing where it's like, but you should love your partner 365 days of the year. You should be showing. You don't. You you just don't. Okay. (laughs) So it's nice to have a day where you recognize Mm -hmm. what you have, what you do for each other, how much you care about each other. I am all for that. Hubs and I, we have a pretty blanket rule. We're mortgaged up to the eyeballs. We just don't really do gifts for yeah. each other. I quite enjoy giving gifts, but I got let down <laughs> so many times giving Hubs gifts that I put way too much thought into and him being like, cool, babe, I love it, you know, and <laughs> trying to convince me. And I'm like, it's cool. You don't need anything. Yeah. Fine. But we will do dinner because we love nice. doing dinner. You know, it's an opportunity to talk, have a conversation. What I really want to do mm is get him in a red light sauna. I went You're saying it like that's spicy, but I think oh. you just mean go for a sauna. Okay, sure. Whatever. But you know the trend at the moment yeah, is yeah, yeah. red light saunas because I red light I think it's called infrared, not Whatever. red light. Okay. Red light sounds like you're paying for it. Okay. <laughs> infrared saunas, yep. but everyone knows who does infrared saunas, you always select red light okay. because it's all about rejuvenation of the skin, anti-aging, blah, yep. blah. No one's picking blue for calm. Okay. No one. You're going to have a calm, hot box. Anyway, <laughs> I went to an infrared sauna. I was in there by myself and I was like, this is hot. Oh. This is? Like if my sexy? Hus- yes. Oh. Something about the sweatiness. You're naked yep. in there. It's hot. The lighting's moody. I don't know. I was like, this is a good date night vibe and something I'd love to organize for hubs. Maybe I'll try and book that in for V-Day. Wait, could you actually get into it well, in I, there? I don't you think... probably shouldn't. Why? It's oh. your space. They put Netflix in there. Revs, I put our yeah, podcast. Put towels down. <laughs> yes, they do. Okay. Yeah, there's a towel on the bench <laughs> and then there's additional towels for around your body. But, like, but what? I, like, is this condoned to go in there and get down? Well, Surely they can't legally have cameras in there. It's treated like a bathroom. I'm not talking about legally. I'm okay. just mean like ethically. <laughs> it's like, would you go and have sex in the toilets at a restaurant? When I was 16, probably. Okay, yeah. I had sex in the car in a public car park yes. while an elevator was driving. That's space. I feel like the poor receptionist can be sitting there just hearing this like... <sighs> 
Mm-hmm. This is an incredible <laughs> insight into you, babe, just letting you know. Anyway, yep. back to Valentine's Day. <laughs> now, one thing I will not do on Valentine's Day, so I've talked about what I will do, go out for dinner, keep it light and cheerful. Have sex in a sauna. <laughs> Maybe have sex in a sauna. One thing I will not do is, again, might be an unpopular opinion, I will not make Valentine's Day about my children. What? Yes, this is a thing. There are people, when I say people, the entire population of America, for example, who treat Valentine's Day as the day you show love to everybody Uh in your life, Uh whether you love them or not, actually, because now I feel like there's social pressure. But legit, I guarantee you there will be people that you follow on Instagram, maybe they're American, maybe they're Australian, maybe they're even British, who will film themselves. I can hear all the Brits around the world just like (laughs) vomiting in their mouth. But Not us! But there will be people filming their kids running down the stairs to a little pile of heart-shaped chocolates and a card from mummy and daddy. No! No, revs. It's a trend. It's a juggernaut, actually. It's unstoppable. And I have the proof from my girlfriend, Amelia, who moved to America. So we want to talk about the motherhood mental load. You try and be a mother in the US. Can I tell you what she's dealing with? So the first year she lives in the US, she's got two little boys. They're both in kindy. And she sent Jack, her oldest, off to school. Her youngest, Billy, wasn't there yet, but he is there this year. So double the workload for her. She sent Jack off to his kindy class and when she picked him up he had bags and bags of loot and she was like what the fuck is this it's not your birthday it's not halloween what is going on long story short in the u.s it is completely expected that your child buys a valentine gift for every yet gift every child in their class now I'm not talking expensive gift. It might be a yo-yo. It might be tattoos. It might be a packet of stickers. It might be a notepad. But she says, times that by 30 kids, your kid is coming back with loot. No, I'm out. Well and truly tapped out of this, right? It's fucking cool. It's like candy canes, but presents presents and but if everyone gets one no one's your valentine correct it loses all meaning now i want to say to those parents is anyone having fun (laughs) are you having any fun (laughs) 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 but i want to say to them is anyone having fun (laughs) we can apply that to absolutely everything to do with parenting relationships work Friendship. Is anyone having fun? What are we doing here? <laughs> but, but stay with me. Okay. Let's talk about the meaning of Valentine's Day, right? The overarching umbrella Where meaning. Where does it come from? Is love. Sure. What parent is waking up and going, Jack, do you love Cassidy? Let's get her a present. Do you love Jesse? Do you love Hamilton? (laughs) I I hate Hamilton. No, do you know what it is? My friend Amelia said it's her going on fucking Amazon.com. Dot com. (laughs) Or on the interweb. (laughs) And now Amazon fully catered to this. Oh, packs of 30. (laughs) Yep. Pick your gift and then the gift tag that has pre-written from Jack. Love it. So that so it's they, real personal. Just, <laughs> just, just, I can't. Yeah, it's all about love. It's all about love. Oh, this is capitalism gone wild. It is. Oh my it's god, fu- it's cooked, right? Yeah, it's like, cooked. Okay, thank you. So 
Americano <laughs> will have stories on this for yeah. sure. Like I bet you any money he like gives his mom yeah, a V Day card. He there would give you his go. mom a Valentine. Yeah, because he loves his mom. This one is mom. It's like, hey mom, I love you. Here's a card. Like, what if they had a fight that morning? It's like, oh, but it's Valentine's Day. I like pre-ordered a bunch of cards. <laughs> you got my 30 stickers. Like, love oh, Jack. I love you, America, but just zoom out for a sec. And then next week, talk about the motherhood mental load, then they gotta do fucking active shooter drills. So, oh, you know, whoa, maybe they that- need Well, maybe they need a bit of levity, you know? No, 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 no. There's no levity. Like I said, are we having any fun? (laughs) There's no fun in it, Revs. It's not even levity. Can yeah. I tell you, I've got so many great Amelia Kennedy stories. But anyway, my girlfriend Amelia, another thing she was Not tell- of the Kennedys. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not Halloween, but she said in the US now is a tradition where kids buy gifts for their friends. So it's not enough just to rock up at a door, trick or treat, get one lollipop, move on to the next house. You now buy Halloween presents. And then she said, on top of that, there's this tradition that started God knows where, where you do a anonymous drop at your neighbor's house of homemade cookies. That's how it started. Where you would just where you just deliver a basket of they have to be homemade. This is back in the day. And it would be anonymous and it'd just say, from your neighbours, but you don't know which neighbour, right? (laughs) What if you've got beef with your neighbours? You're like, oh what's in those things? (laughs) True story. That shit would happen, right? Oh, my God. So, again, Amelia's first year living in the US. Halloween comes. She takes the kids trick-or-treating and she comes home and she's like, what's all this shit people have left at our front door? <laughs> but, it, but it's got her name on it. And she's like, oh. Anyway, so the once upon a yesteryear tradition of homemade cookies has now turned into a giant plastic jack-o'-lantern from Amazon.com full of crap. And then she walks onto her doorstep and she says, quote, plastic crap just all over my front door from neighbours. And then it's expected now, and now it's, you know, her second year of living there, to give back come home. to the community. Just come home. It's fine. This we'll, we'll, is, just come home. Just come home, please. But apparently it's reaching our shores. Well, Thanks, this is Interweb. My, <laughs> yes, thank you, Interweb and the YouTube kids. Oh, yeah. Because now what yeah. happens is children are watching kids on yeah. YouTube fucking unboxing their $500 gift from mom and dad on V-Day. How does this match with Cozzy Lives? Mm. Like the world's going to hell cost of living yep. crisis-wise and we're adding gifts every quarter, every month. What about some patterns? Patrick's Day. Oh, God. What about Cinco de Mayo? Like, what's next? But once again, my ultimate problem with all of this is it. I fucking bet it falls on the women. Oh, yes, of course it does. Yes. Of course it does. You don't see dad on Amazon.com being like, what can I get for Valentine's for my 30 classmates? Well, actually, I will say my girlfriend Amelia did say that she has outsourced this to her husband. Good, but of course she had to outsource it, didn't she? Mm. Didn't just take that on himself, did he? Yep. Mm. Well, and would you believe this isn't even what we don't have time for? (laughs) Oh, my God. You know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for? My baby girl's first audition. <gasps> oh, we've been hanging on tender hooks. I haven't talked about it on the potty yet. I've okay. only talked about it on Instagram. So. Okay, so context. context. So my kid is an extrovert. If you follow me on Instagram, you will see she... Never what? have known. Loves the camera. <laughs> loves the camera, loves to make a reel. Yeah, talking about Isla, my eight-year-old baby girl. She loves it. She loves musical theatre. She loves music videos. She loves YouTube. She loves TikTok, all the things. And none of this is nurtured by you. This is just... It's just her own discovery of self. Yes. Do you yeah. remember when she was like every basic two-year-old into ballet? Yes. 
Remember how next level it was with her? I used to come over to your house and she would sit me down yeah. and put on an entire performance. Of Swan Lake. I have the whole thing. I have videos. It's like, you want some Tchaikovsky in your face? Here it comes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's like into it, right? Mm. And then she got really into Matilda. Mm-hmm. She got really into Annie. Yep. Because I was like, oh, it's if you like Matilda. Yeah, I've always one. played show tunes because I've never liked kids music because I like musical theatre. So yeah. show tunes. It's the perfect tunes, bridge between it, it's kids. It's the perfect bridge because yeah. there's like good complex stuff. This is all pre-Lin-Manuel as well because yeah. I had kids before all that boom. Um, so I've always played like, like Hamilton to my kids and obviously all the Lynn stuff, but like they've always listened to Hairspray or Annie, Annie or yeah. Oliver and those kind of things because they love it. Teddy loves it too, but, but Isla gets into it, you know. It's got great storytelling. Exactly. Anyway, yeah. so she was really singing her Annie out and she was like, could I be Annie? And I was like, hey, if there's ever a production of Annie, you could audition for Annie. You've got an Annie vibe. Sure. Throw your hat in the ring. And then she's like, what? Oh, God, you dropped the <laughs> A word. It. Yeah. She would have been like, what? She just really stuck to it and kept mm. asking me, what else could I do? Are there other shows with kids? And then I actually can't remember how we even heard about this particular audition, but they're auditioning for Sound of Music in, for a Sydney production. And it's it's not a professional production, but it's one of those like really well-resourced, you know how like, they almost get more serious mm. the less professional they are? Yeah. It's just like a really strong community theatre group. They were auditioning for The Sound of Music. She heard about it. She's like, I want to do it. I want to do it. And I was like, oh, maybe, baby. I think the kids who will be doing this go to Brent Street or they're doing lots of dancing since they were three or, you know, like it's quite cutthroat. Tried to talk her out of it for ages. She just kept asking us, mm. please, can I audition? Please, just let me try. Let me try. Is a dog with do a it. bone, that girl? This kid, like I've told her, you should be a lawyer. She gets on an idea. She is dogged and she will not give up until she's satisfied. Yeah. Anyway, satiated. she kept putting sound and music on every morning. She's like, I think I could be Marta, maybe Gretel because the age cutoff is eight and I'm eight. So that's but what about Brigitte? <laughs> Brigitte's a bit old. She's like, no, Louise is a bit old. She's like, maybe Brigitte. I think Marta is right for me. And I was like, oh, my God. Okay. All right. All right. Fine. I logged on. Oh, damn. All the audition slots are gone. And then they were like, surprise, we're launching new slots. And I was no like, no way. Fuck. Oh, really? Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. were all gone. Yeah, yeah. It's a really popular show. There's lots of roles for different types mm. of people, older women, you know. It's a big cast sound of music. It's good. It lends yeah, itself it's to being very inclusive to lots of people in the community. Well, there's lots of older women for the nuns. And I think it's quite good for a community theatre. Stupid question. Community yeah. theatre, no one gets paid, right? No, no one gets paid. Okay. Yeah, I think you pay to do it. <laughs> Everyone loves it. It's a real cup filler for a lot of people. And the standard is quite high? This, they vary across all the different... Like, okay. you could go to one suburbs community theatre and it'd be, like, so funny. This one's one of the ones where it's like, oh, no, they're good. And people who aren't doing professional shows at this time will do it for fun mm. to keep their muscle going or whatever. So this, yeah. it's quite serious. And I wonder if they have scouts attend. I, I think that's everyone's dream. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it ever happens. got discovered yeah. playing Brigitte. Yeah. I think the creative team get paid by the... Club? I don't even know Yeah, what to call I'm, it. I'm intrigued, genuinely. Anyway, great experience for everyone. And you know what it's like being in a show. They're your family oh, for a few months. You fall in love with everyone. Best. It's like there's no better feeling. Anyway, so I was like, all right, fine. First adventure, have to find sheet music. Haven't had to do that since mm. 2002. Old school. Old school. Well, do you know you now can get them online for $8 PDF printed out? Very right. easy. She wanted to do Naughty from Matilda. Great song Great choice, song. Isla. And it was because she, she's probably an actor first. Yes. I had to put my director's hat on. And this is a side of me I don't like that this is brought out, but we'll get to that. 
So I was like, show off your acting. Can I just say I'm actually really proud of her for choosing a Matilda song because every basic kid chooses um, that song from Les Mis. Castle on a Yes. Cast. I told there her this. Les Mis a castle. Do you remember She's, like every audition every, we did? Every single kid. Everyone is corset. <laughs> yes. I, I told her that. To go there in my sleep. But actually, that would be a wise choice for this show because if you know musical theatre, <laughs> sorry, I'm on a roll. You're not supposed to not sing a song. <laughs> finish. On the cloud, there is a lady. <laughs> anyway, stop. Okay. <laughs> Such a good song. It's a look. I'll give it to bloody Les Rabs. Who wrote it? It's two people always. Look, I'll give it to the writers <clears> of Les Mis. <throat> it's a bop. Okay, it's a it's bop. A bop. <laughs> I said to her, no, every basic bitch is going to sing Castle on a Cloud to stand out. Mm. Potentially was bad advice because if you think about it, you're not allowed to sing a song from the show. So you can't sing, you know, The Sound of Music or Edelweiss. Mm. So actually Castle on a Cloud's quite wise because it sounds similar yeah, vocally to what you would do. Yeah. And lyrically. Anyway, no, she wanted to be Matilda and sing Naughty. <laughs> not quite right. But anyway, she had a few singing lessons with a lovely DL's sister. Oh, I love that. Who was amazing. The whole process was incredible. Like, I'm so proud of her. She was very dedicated. She practiced every day. She learnt vocal warm-ups. I'm she- her dance auntie. Yes, I would send Gem videos of her practicing. She's like, more, more. It cut off. Send it again. I I couldn't see it. Send it on WhatsApp. (laughs) I was nearly in tears. I was so proud of Isla. Yeah. Like, girlfriend has got tone and girlfriend can hit a note. She's got tune. It's funny. When you're close to it, Mm. you can't quite see it. Yeah. Because you're like, obviously, I think she's amazing. Yeah, but I'm one step removed. I can be honest. And you know I would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. I'd be like, "Mm, (laughs) not great. A little sharp. Yeah. (laughs) And she's never done any real dance classes like she did little lights back in the day and mm. loved it but she's never really done dance you had to go to a full dance call learn cory and this do is it an amazing experience it was an her. amazing experience so you know we pick out the outfit we do her hair we do little braids like a von trap kid she was so psyched she was doing her warm-ups she had butterflies all day the adrenaline we got there she was cool as a cucumber Aww. she like made friends in the green room of course she with did. like it's girls Isla. going for liesel like yeah. bigger people she'd be like what are you singing and was really chatty and they're like what are you singing and then she had, and every time someone got up and got called in she'd go good luck oh bless her she's like, meant to say break a leg I know. Chookers, you need whatever. to teach her that I, well i was trying to be chill again <laughs> because <laughs> the whole thing was triggering for me. Yeah. But let's just talk about Isla first. It was like that thing I've seen in you that I know from myself, that we know from all our drama school friends. Yeah. If this is your world, I can imagine it's the same if you're sporty and your kids find sport. And you find your people. They find their people yeah. and she came alive. Yeah. She lit up. I didn't get to go in, which is great. But like they must have been so lovely in the audition because she came out and she's like, they're so nice. They loved me. They said I was so good. And she's like, as I was leaving, I heard them say, she's so cute. And she is cute. Rebs, right? you and I have done casting yeah, for short films, yep. for theatre. we nice worked- to everyone. This is the brutal part of it. Yep. I'm getting triggered. Yeah, I'm getting yeah, yeah. hot and sweaty over know, here. Ooh, so much to say on this. Keep going. Anyway, so she wanted to call my mom and call her dad and call everyone and just tell everyone how well it went. She was just mm. so proud of herself. God, the endorphins that she would have had. She oh, would have been high. The and adrenaline been- talking she oh, was yeah. doing. She's like, oh, oh my yeah. God, mom was really cool. The pianist was like, do you want to come in here? And then, and then they said, I'll do this. This is it. Then you come in. Is that what you want? And I was like, "Whoa, adrenaline! Yeah, yeah, chill, baby." Yeah, and I bet you she would have ruminated yeah. on her own audition, playing it back in her head a hundred million yeah. times. And then she was so excited for the dance call. The dance call was intense because, like, 
everyone comes back for it. And it was like four o'clock that afternoon. How many kids? Like 20 kids. Okay. But then like 30 Liesels. Oh, wow. Okay. And that's when she was like, oh, it's brutal because there's one Liesel because it's the one adult role in the kids' cast. Probably so they, good for her to see. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. So it was when she started to go like, oh, there's competition. Because when you go in for your audition, you don't really see... Yeah, you've got your allocated time slot. So she could see all the other girls who were her height, around her age, who maybe would also be Marta or Gretel. And she started to be like, Mom, do you think she wants to be Marta? Does she want to be – do you think she wants – should I ask her? And I was like, just calm down and run your own race, baby. (laughs) Call your jets. Run your own race. You just focus on you. Listen to the choreographer. Dude, this is intense. So she went in for the dance call. By the way, it was an hour. Do you know what What? I had to do for that hour? Sit in the fucking green room with the other dance moms. (laughs) Not my scene. What, you didn't come across as a dance mom, Rebsody do? Let me talk for a minute about what was going on inside of me this whole day. All right. So I was doing her dance call. Let's focus on you. No, when she was in her singing one and there was like the older girls in there, like potential Liesels, potential Rolfs, Mm -hmm. you know, all the adult, younger adult roles because they were doing all the children's cast that Mm -hmm. day. There was a lot of flexing going on. You know, there were these girls who had like just graduated from wherever and they were, oh, I'm doing this cruise thing. Oh, I'm doing that thing. Oh, who's your singing teacher? Oh, yeah, I went to her, but I don't know. I didn't find her quite, you know, a lot of flex Were there some doing scales in the corner? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. And the stretching and like the really good. Doing the splits. Yep. And the character shoes are on and the hair's done and, you know, all the stuff. Are you on Insta? What's your handle? That kind of shit. No. And and they were all saying these things and then. Like some of the mums were saying things about their kids, whatever. And I'm sitting there quietly going, and this is the narcissist in me, right? It was like, I went to fucking NIDA, bitches. I, w- <laughs> I did the directing postgraduate course, okay? I used to work in theatre. If anyone's going to do well, this it's my fucking baby girl. Like it was like inside me. Oh, yeah. So I was the just like. The beast was unleashed. The kraken awoken. Yeah. And I was like, douse that motherfucker. Shut that shit yeah, right yeah, down. Yeah. So I just sat there on my phone just like, hey, hang on. <laughs> just trying to not be a director or smug smug about your history in the world of theater because i could have been like i'm sitting here i've done fucking castings i've worked at all the fucking main stage theater companies i can tell you who's gonna be liesel and i got it right by the way (laughs) shit she's liesel all you bitches can go home Rebs. Anyway, brutal. But it was no, so full on. I understand. You so have to was, put the lid back on I had that to shit. put the lid on because yeah. I was like, if I even let that lid, if I just pop the corner, it's all coming out. Yeah. So I was like, just make it about Eileen. Just chill. Anyway, she came out. She loved it. They told them they'd hear on Monday. She didn't get it. Oh. <laughs> she didn't get it. Brutal. And... No. Okay, can I ask you a question? Yeah, go for it. Because I'm yet to experience this. Yeah. Did you feel the rejection on her behalf? Like, did you wear a bit of it? Okay. And did you feel defensive for her? Like, talk me through. Because I have been rejected from so many auditions that I have now developed an incredibly thick skin. You've got, like, elephant skin. Yeah. It doesn't matter how thick your elephant skin is. It penetrates unconsciously Mm. and it catches up with you later on. Yeah. Okay, so tell us, how did they inform you? Was it a phone call? Oh, no, it was fucking brutal. It was like a BCC bulk email to all the unsuccessful. Oh, so not even like no. feedback. And it was even like, you'll appreciate due to the number of auditionees, we can't give individual oh. feedback. And I was like, not even to the 
eight-year-old who tried her harder. You know what I mean? Like all that shit. Yeah, those feelings bubble up, don't they, babe? I was really confused because I haven't seen Isla lit up like Mm. that before. Like she's done a lot of activities. She's a frother. She's a really enthusiastic kid and she's very social. So I've seen Isla like in her element many times. This is not a flex. This is just like her personality, right? But this was like, it was different. Yeah. She really wanted it. She dedicated her time and energy to it. She like was manifesting it. I mean, she had the vision. She could see herself in the show. And I was conflicted because I was like, I'm freaking proud of you, baby. And she said to me in the car after the whole audition, you know, that feeling, you know, it's all fun and adrenaline all day. But then when you start to think, oh, my God, am I going to get it? Mm. That two day wait. And this is the thing with the feedback they give kids in the room. They're so all, positive. They're always going to be positive. Yeah. That it is a bit of a fall from grace yeah. because they leave the room kind of convincing themselves that they've, they've got, got it. it. Yeah. Not realizing that there's a generic response. Yeah. And yeah. I was trying and I didn't tell her that because I wanted her to have a positive experience. Yeah. But I kept saying there's a lot of kids going for it, baby. There's only two opportunities. And for she Marta. would have been annoyed hearing that from you. Yeah. She was kind of like, I know, I know. I yeah. know. She's like, oh, but mom, I really want this. I know. And I was like, baby girl, that's awesome. That's called ambition. And I'm really proud of you that you want something so bad it actually means you're going to have a really wonderful life yeah because you want things yeah and people who want things go for things yes. and that means there's going to be a lot of heartbreak but it also means it's going to be a lot of triumph and I'm just really proud of you and she's like okay mum <laughs> I just want to play Marta I just want to be okay. Marta in this show yeah I was conflicted because I was like it's a massive commitment and it's not in our suburb. It's like eight suburbs away. Yeah, like a part of you would have been like, kind of don't want to have to do pick up and drop off because rehearsals are relentless. Dude, it's 7.30 to 10.30, two nights a week, weeknights. Wait, p.m.? P.m.? Even for the kids. Yeah, well, I'm sure they let the kids go. I don't know. But that's what the commitment was. Yeah. And then all day Sunday and then the season. And it's like the kids only do four shows a week, but it's eight shows. Only? A- only. That is a yeah. lot. That is four trips to that suburb that is not near us. And imagine how exhausting. And but anyway. and not to mention costume fittings. Yeah, yeah. All dress the All the stuff. Yeah. Huge commitment. But it would be amazing and she would get a lot out of it. And it's finite. Like it's a couple of months and then it's done. And like, you know, so I was prepared to do it for her. But I was also like... I'll be lying if I said I wasn't a bit relieved yeah. that we're not driving to Chatswood yeah. <laughs> three times a week, yeah. you know? Like, what was I going to do with Teddy till 10 o'clock in the car? I know. You know, like, I didn't really think it through. But, yeah, I was fucking crushed for her. Yeah. And I was like, how did you tell now her? I have to tell her. You know, like, it's not like she got a text. <laughs> so walk us through how you did it. So I picked her up from school and I just gave it to her straight because I thought that's the... the she off. ran to me because she knew. She knew I would know yeah. at pick-up oh, on Monday. God, my heart. And she sprinted oh, across the playground towards heart. me. I can't listen to this. With these eyes. And her gem's like, head is down. She can't, can't handle it. With these eyes of like, mom, 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 did you get the news? And I just gave it to her straight. I said, I did. And she goes, I didn't get it. And I said, I'm sorry, baby, you didn't get it. And she went, what? And she went through like the seven stages so fast. Yeah. It was like, no, 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 no. You've got it wrong. Is there a, a wait list? Is there a backup kind of thing? Yeah. And, and then, then she's like, who, who the got- fuck got it? Yeah. Then she's like, who got bitch? it? And I was like, I don't know yet, baby. I don't know. Well, we'll go see it if you want to go see it. And she's like, but I want to be in it. What if, what are you, the bargaining? Yeah, <laughs> what, yeah, if the I, bar- what if I do this? What if I, uh, can you call them? Yeah. Kind of thing. What, can I be an understudy? What if and I get then- sick? What if I poison them? <laughs> <laughs> okay, actor. <laughs> And then, Jim, the tears. Oh, babe. And I was relieved for that. I was like, let it out. Let it out. Be cathartic. And Ted was standing there and he was like, oh, but she tried so hard. And then she was sobbing and she kept saying, but I tried so hard. And I had to say to her, doesn't matter, babe. Life's Mm. not fair. Sometimes Mm. you don't get the thing you want. I've done a few of these brutal deliveries in the last couple of years. Yeah. And I've just learned that, like, 
be direct and then you sort of hover above yourself mm. and just wait for the moment to be over because it's so much pain that you just almost can't. Oh, it hurts. You can't participate. I just held her. She's not my daughter. My heart aches right now. Oh, my God. I just held her and, like, patted her head and told her I was so proud of her. Mm. She's like, are you disappointed? I was like, I'm disappointed for you but not in, in you. you. I'm yeah. so proud of you. You know, you tried so hard. And I said, and it made you so happy and, you know, if you want, we can look into dance classes. You can do more singing lessons. Or you can try for another show. She goes, but I want to be in this show. You know, yeah, the disappointment. Yeah. Anyway, that's the story. So now that me and the DLs have gone through the seven stages of grieving <laughs> with you, <laughs> that was intense. Oh, my God. You're, you're pumped. No, I'm full of adrenaline. Oh. I'm upset for her. Yeah. But can we zoom out yeah. in the lessons we've gleaned? Yes. Or that Isla will have gleaned. Yes. Because that's important. Because... Yeah. You know, I think there is a sentiment with our generation that mm. we wrap our kids in cotton wool and we mollycoddle them. Yeah. And I actually think hearing life's not fair is a very important little piece of messaging. Same. Because it isn't. Now, I think these days with gentle parenting, they'd be like language and words matter. And I agree that they do. But I think entering into the world and having the foundational acceptance yeah. that some things just aren't fair 100%. is okay. I agree. Because sometimes with parenting, we're all about fairness. Give that person a turn and then uh, you get a turn. In it. So they're being yeah. taught, like, be fair, sharing. I mean, how early are they adopters of the sentence? But that's not fair. Yeah. So it yeah. comes really early. Yeah. And I think it's okay to be like, sometimes life isn't fair. I grew up yep. with my mum saying that from day dot. I have very vivid memories because I hated it. Yeah, I yeah, protested yeah. against it. Yeah. I was like, well, fuck that. I yeah. want to live in a world that's fair. And she used to go, sorry, baby, but life's not fair. And it's, she wasn't gentle about it. Mm, I strongly agree yeah. with that sentiment. I think the earlier you can come to accept that sometimes life is just the way it is. Yeah, and how the know? world works. How the world works is a real lesson. You're going to learn it at some stage. Mm. The younger, the better, right? Yeah. As you were saying this morning, like when people get mad at Nepo babies for their privilege, yeah. and sure, don't be a dick with your privilege, check your privilege, all that stuff. But like, okay, what do you want them to do? Yeah. You know, like, and what do you want to do? Sit in the seething of the jealousy that yeah. someone else had it easier? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's all, that going to do? There's always two choices. You yeah. get up and you forge ahead in yeah. your path and yeah. you stay in your lane, as mm-hmm. you said to Isla, or do you just like look from the window outside in and be like oh you just got handed that I mean fuck this is the world it is not fair it's funny you say that because one of my instincts because I was thinking in my head because you're right I did get defensive yeah and I was like you know these places these societies Mm. they have favorites they probably already picked their cast and they're just doing this because they have to have open they've probably got friends they've already blah blah's daughter you know and I was like no no Let's not corrupt her beautiful, innocent soul. No. You know, she needs to go in with some goodwill. But, yeah, like, it's a pretty brutal lesson. But I I am here for the experience for her. Like, she had a really good experience. She felt she did well. Mm -hmm. And that's great. And And that's great. And do you know what? What you need to say to Isla is your goal with every audition, if she continues this, is to walk out feeling like you left your best out on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's nothing worse, and she will experience this one day if she continues down this journey, when you blow an audition. Yeah. (laughs) It is the worst. Yeah. Because then you go, fuck, if I don't get this role, it's because I didn't give it my best and I fucked up in the moment and it's utterly... You choked. You choked. And that's a hard lesson. But when I used to audition in LA all the time, when I nailed an audition, I would walk out with that feeling of 
if I don't get this, I at least can feel good about that. Yeah, it's not because I didn't do well. Yes. Yeah. I'm proud oh, of what I left there. It's just such a brutal industry. It is. But Revs, I need to give you another piece of perspective. That little rant you went on about your defensiveness <laughs> and these feelings of like, oh, I bet so-and-so already had the role and they had yeah, favourites yeah. and meh, meh, meh. I just want to remind you yeah. that we have held auditions. Yep. We have seen when we used to hold auditions for Arresties or yeah. um, Three Sisters or Julius Caesar, like... We had heaps of people because our co-op theatre shows gained notoriety and popularity. And so lots of people started to audition. And remember, like every single person who came in, you wanted them to yeah. do their best. And then you wanted what, them to be the role. You did. Yeah. But then for whatever reason, there's always someone where the penny just drops. Yeah. You just know it's them. You just yeah. know. And I tried to tell Isla that. I was like, when you walk in, they want you to be the yes. girl. They're not waiting for you to stuff up. No, they, they don't want they you actually, to fail. They want they you, want to, you to come in and be Marta. Yes. So that's your only job. Yeah. I said, but someone else might come in and just be Marta and that's okay. I Look, Revzy, I feel <laughs> a step removed because Isla's not my daughter. She's your daughter. She's I'm practically tr- your daughter. I know, <laughs> but I'm trying to imagine if this was Rafa yeah, and how yeah. I would handle it because I feel deeply conflicted about the industry as a whole. You could say I'm a bit jaded. Yeah. Like I am. I yeah. went to LA. 100%. I've been through the grind. I've got so close on roles. I've lost out. I've done the whole roller coaster trajectory of hope and then failure and then sadness and disappointment and feeling the unjustness yeah. of it all. And the like, wasted time. You know, I may have shared this story in the potty before, but I went through five callback auditions for a role and then I was literally in the car driving to what I was explained as my last audition with all the producers and in the car my agent called me and said uh hey Gemma you're not gonna love this call but um you know it is what it is the role that you were going for yeah that was actually on hold for Jessica Biel (laughs) the script was on her table and um she's accepted it Oh, my God. And I was like, so she didn't even have to audition. They're like, no, because she's Jessica Beale. The role was out on offer to her and she was just sitting on it for so a while. So they were just killing so time. So in the meantime, they were yeah, looking for backups. That's what I was, a potential backup. And in that one moment, I went, wow, the amount of petrol yeah, I've yeah, spent yeah. driving Across LA. Across LA yeah. to attend these auditions yeah. to put makeup on. Foundation ain't cheap. Yep. You know, that's the gag we always say. And it's not fair. But do you know what? Over the years, I've also come to accept, I guess because I now have a very strong business hat mm. on, where I put myself in the producer's seat. And it's like, well, yeah, you're going to go with Jessica Beale. Yeah. I would too. If I was a producer of a yep. show and I had the option of Gemma Prenup no one gives a fuck yep. versus Jessica Beale. She's the draw card. No, She's no the, question. You know, you can't get into victimhood. No. Well, it serves no one. It, it's not proactive. It doesn't help you. And it hurts only you. Only you. Only yeah, you. Totally. So anyway, but so you can see how through all of my experience and stories and the brutality of living in Los Angeles and being rejected over and over and over that I don't want Rafa yeah. to walk this path. But she has similar qualities to Isla. Yeah. Where she lights up at attention. Yeah. I can tell when she's done something funny and she gets a response, mm-hmm. whether it's from my mum or mm-hmm. my stepdad or my brother and sister-in-law, like, and they laugh at her. She leans in. Like, she fuels that fire yeah, yeah. a little more. And she's like, hang on, this is great. They're finding me funny. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm entertaining people. Yeah. And that's where it starts. And that can't be taught. No, no, no. It's innate. Yeah. 
add to that she's a firstborn like fuck yeah <laughs> yeah I mean it's upsetting and it's scary and <gasps> I don't know how I will cope if she's like mummy I want to be in that like that's how it started with me yeah. like my mum always said I was the driver yeah oh, yeah yeah of the desire to be uh-huh. an actor she was like oh but what's your plan B C D E? Yeah, yeah. I think you should go to uni and study an arts degree because it's really broad oh look yeah. you got into uni what what do you mean you're not going to take your place at you you know yeah. like it was hard between me and my mum because like Isla, I was so dogged yeah. and no one was going to tell me no. And it didn't matter how many times my mum said 98% of actors are unemployed. I'd be like, that's okay because I'm going to be part of the 2%. Like mm-hmm. I was that. But you need that. Like You have to. You have to have that attitude to get any kind yes. of success. And anyone who has succeeded, like if no, people no, often no, no. tell those success stories. Success is not guaranteed. No, no, no. Not, no, no, it's not. Not even if you have that no. attitude. No, like no, no. as Isla said, yeah. but I tried so hard <laughs> or I did my best. Yeah. The thing about the acting industry, and this is partly why I stepped away, and it was actually my husband who brought my attention to this. He was like, what I find fascinating about your acting industry, Jen, my acting, not my acting industry, but, you know, your, your industry, your, yeah. the industry that you're in, is that hard work plus hard work plus preparation plus opportunity does not equal the job. Mm-hmm. And then that just certainly does not equal remuneration mm-hmm. financially. So he was then saying, well, in a lot of other industries, hard work plus preparation plus time plus opportunity plus time does equal return on some investment. sort of payment <laughs> yeah. and return on investment. Yeah. And I realized how out of control I was, that I was not in the driving seat, that I was indeed at the mercy of producers, casting agents, directors, everyone else Mm. but myself. You can't just advocate for yourself. Like Isla would have been like, but what if I – but but they just don't know that I'm – you know, like you have all those thoughts. And that's why it is a brutal industry. It's unforgiving. It's relentless. (sighs) Yes. This is wild. Mm. Maybe it's a bit woo-woo or something. Don't you think certain people have an energy and they're just winners? And, like, I don't think yeah. Isla is one of those people. I'm not one of those people. And I think Isla's... Would you? This no, no, is, no, no, this, no, no, this is wild to me. Yeah, me I'll hear you out. But... So, like, at her school, they do these medals, mm-hmm. you know, every year. And there's four kids from every class. At the end of the year, there's this ceremony and there's four medals and they cover off all the school values, right? You know, there's one for, like, school spirit. There's one for academic achievement. There's one for, like, effort. And then there's one for uh, something else. They cover everything. And like Isla is all those kids, you know what I mean? Like she works hard. She puts in the effort. She achieves. She embodies school spirit. She's nice to everyone. She's all these things, but she doesn't have that energy of like, give her a medal. You know, she doesn't have it. And I never had that ever. And I would often go through childhood thinking like, but I'm doing all the things. Mm. I'm people pleasing everywhere. I'm tap dancing all over this business. No one's given me a certificate. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, like I can pick in Isla's year at school who is going to be the head girl. You're kidding. I'm, I mean, yeah. I'm not proven right yet, but like, I know who it is. I know who she's going to be. It is it's an her. Yeah, it's an it's, energy. It's a je ne sais quoi. And it's very Australian. Someone. She's very unassuming. Do you know what I mean? She's like a very good girl. Yeah. She's really academically achieved. She's like sporty. She does. She's very um something for everyone. Yeah. Like you know, she's an yeah. all rounder. 
Yeah. And yeah. she's lovely, polite. And you can see it, right? She you does all the activities. It. I know, it's her. She, yeah. Her hair's always in a lovely plait, you know? Like, mm. she's got the energy of like, yes, we will reward this child. <laughs> Isla's like, her hair's nuts. She's still in one-handed cartwheels everywhere. She looks like a real-life chipmunk. She's got so much love oozing yeah. out of her. But And I think I had this too. It will serve her so well, Revzy. I think will. the world looks at that energy and goes, you're cool, you're fine, you've got this. We don't need to add anything on top yeah we don't need to validate it for you you can validate yourself you're running your own race you know what I mean and I think I've got that similar I have to self-start everything I want to happen in my life Mm. and maybe that's the chat I eventually need to start having with Isla is like you're a self-starter yeah you know you're I'm so here for this you're not gonna be someone that is getting picked all the time. There's some people that get picked for things all the time. There's a person who gets picked and there's a person who self-starts. And I feel like the people who come up through (sighs) younger life getting picked... I think they have a fall from grace. They can have a massive yeah. fall from grace. Whereas if you're scrapping up, yeah. no one ever telling you you're good, you can get self-starter energy later, which Rebs, I think will happen to me. I think you and I yeah. have both had self-starter I energy. Think you've got, if there's a Venn diagram for you, because you were a picked kid. Do Was you know, I? In the time I knew you. I don't, not in Thailand, I know. It's so funny because there is like a very specific moment in high school where I didn't get picked and all my friends did for something. And it was a real lesson in swallow your pride and what? be supportive. What yeah, you're, you don't know about I don't this. remember any Again, moments like it's this. it's going to feel so irrelevant to our DLs. Okay. But there was a playwriting competition. Oh, my God. Page to stage. Page to stage. Think of everyone who was involved oh in that. Oh, my God. And the one person who turned into a professional actor wasn't. <laughs> who was the one person who didn't get picked? Yeah, that's right. I remember. I auditioned. That's right. And you guys were a family. You were doing paths and you were doing that. Like, I remember yeah. feeling Left I'm not out. part of it. Yeah. And it was you. It was Liv. It was Claire. It was Catherine O'Neill. It was Emily Blatch. Like, yeah. I can literally name yeah, yeah, it yeah, because yeah. it was our entire drama group. Yeah. But me. Yeah. I got overlooked and I was at the auditions. I went room to room, auditioned for every single script from page to stage. M wrote one. I was excited. Like, I I remember. And you guys just went ahead and did it. And I just, it was a moment. Like, this is why I remember it vividly. And interestingly, you don't because you were just part of the show. You don't think about that, do you? Yeah. But again... That's where I feel I got my self-starter energy. Yeah. I went, okay, Jem, shit's not just going to get handed to you. Yeah, you yeah. got to make it happen for yourself yeah. and don't get bitter. And I remember going to those shows and Isla will feel this when she goes to Sound of, Sound of, music. of music where you go, I'm meant to be in this. Yeah. But then you sit in the audience and you cheer your friends on yeah. and you applaud them and yeah. you make them feel great and you do all those things. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Is this funny for you? No, it's, it's, tr- it's just brutal. <laughs> it's, it's just like brutal. that's the part of parenting we're heading yeah. into. And I think you can apply it to sport or yes. academic or classical music yeah. or French, whatever. Yeah. Who knows? Whatever yes. your area of interest is. But I do think re- rejection, Yeah, it's a fork in the road, totally. right? Because you can either go, oh, it's not for me. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. good at this. Or you get hungrier. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like it fuels I, you. I literally finished acting school, got cast in a lead in a movie, then got recast three months later. Now, if that wasn't career ending in my mind, I don't know what else is. Yeah. But for whatever reason, I sobbed and I wept and I cried to my mom and I cried to my agent and felt so fucking worthless. And then one day I woke up and went, nah, keep going. If you don't know what that means, guys, Jem shot an entire movie. Yeah. And then the producers decided to recast her role yeah. and shoot the entire movie again, again. <laughs> with a different actor. Luckily that movie bombed. 
Oh, it's a terrible film. But it meant... <laughs> that ev- made us feel good. <laughs> but it meant everything to me yeah, in that moment. Because it was a lead straight out of drama school. It felt huge. Yeah. Like, and it validated that, yes, I'm meant to be here. Yeah. And then yeah. when I lost that job... Yeah. Like literally got fired from a film oh because God. they said I didn't have chemistry with the lead actor. Mm. And you tell yourself stories like, you know, they said to me, and I don't know how true this is, but they were like, you know, you don't have good chemistry with him and we've invested more money in him because he's a known name and you're the unknown name. So we have to prioritize him financially. Mm. And unfortunately, that means replacing you. I don't know if it's true. I could have just straight up sucked, but that's the narrative they told me. And then you kind of go, yeah, it wasn't my fault. It was him, Mm. but they couldn't dispose of him, you know, so you keep going. It's a wild ride. But I do think there's so much to learn from every moment of failure. Okay, we could put all this into Mm. relationships. Oh, interesting. Yep. Right? Like, I was just thinking, what do I have a thick skin on? (laughs) Yeah. You know, like, I have a thick skin on relationships now. I didn't. I was like, heart on sleeve, wide open heart, come at me, love. I'm here for big love Mm. for most of my life. Yeah. And then, like, the last couple of years, you know, and you get that repetitive kind of like, oh, shit. Oh, that's how it is. Oh, fuck disappointment yeah over and over again and you do you start to go all right we're getting real realistic about this Mm. you know and you start to like get resilient I guess you do isn't that what we want for our babes hungy p and something else that you said about Isla that really twigged in my brain was you said she puts in so much effort you know when you said like you tap dancing over here putting in all the effort like no one's rewarding me or acknowledging it nothing's less cool than effort no I hard disagree (laughs) I hard disagree okay so this is a semi-tangent and it's going to sound like I'm trying to be spawn, but I'm not being spawn. Um, the hatchery course. Yes. Okay. So I work a lot with women who are trying to find self-starter energy because they know they have big plans for themselves, but they don't know how to connect the dots and yeah. I'm there to help connect the dots. And imposter syndrome is fucking huge. Yep. Let me tell you. Oh yeah. We women love to trip ourselves up. No one else is just ourselves. Yep. And sometimes one of the biggest things with imposter syndrome is like, but I'm not the best. Mm. So why do I bother? Mm -hmm. And as part of the hatchery course, there's a documentary that always just comes up in conversation that Emma Kate and I really love. And we always love sharing it because it's so relevant. It's inspiring. We're here to inspire. And basically one of the biggest takeaways from that doco that has always resonated with me is that you might not be the best at something, But if you can out-effort someone, you get there in the end. Really? Because people who are often the best at things, they don't have to try. You know, I can kind of liken it to like really, really, really good-looking people who don't have to like work on their personality because everyone just (laughs) Or how they are in bed. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Because they can just get laid whenever they want. 100p. But people like flock to them like Uh moths to the flame Uh because they're so enamored with their beauty that they don't then have to try. Yeah. And I think the same thing applies in anything you do in life sometimes, that if you can just out-effort someone, you can get there. Except in acting. (laughs) You can't out-effort. Yeah, okay, look, maybe I'm applying this to business, but I do believe that in business, that if you just keep going one foot in front of the other, just keep going, you will actually get there. Yeah. And most industries are like that. It's just acting. It's just like comedy, acting, music, you know, like the creative arts pretty much. I understand that you say not in that industry, but to bring it back to Isla, Mm. the fact that she has that effort energy. Makes me super proud of her. Yes, self-starter energy. It's really hard to teach. Yeah. Spend my 
fucking years teaching it to yeah. people. Yeah. And it's hard. But it is a psychological breakthrough that you can make. Mm. I was a chronic procrastinator. Like, people don't believe me when no, I, I say you. that. Thank <laughs> I you. I am a chronic procrastinator, but I've had to put tools in place to hold myself accountable to yeah. my own behaviors. And this yeah. is why you and I love personality tests because it's like, how do we dissect uh. ourselves so we can better No, but it? just like you're in your second marriage, mm. if you haven't heard me talk about this before, Jem yes. had a major relationship before we she have a husband. whole dnm episode on it if you want to yeah. listen to it called heartbreak yeah but i always say gems in her second marriage because she just learned so many big relationship lessons in her former relationship that it's like she's taking no prisoners in her marriage yes so i always say she's in her second marriage you're also in your second career do you know what I mean? Like you're in your second attempt. Oh my God, I hadn't even thought and of that. And it's the yeah. same principles, right? Yeah. You learnt so much yeah. about failure, effort, tools, control in your first career. Mm. And then like you're applying those in real time to your second career. And who knows if you have a third career, What? because that's what our generation are doing, Yeah. what you'll apply there, the lessons you've learnt. This is getting real. This is very DNM territory. This is getting real. Uh, Existential. Existential. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, you know, I think you're in your second big career too. You've got a lot to work with in terms of how you know yourself. I feel like I've seen a change in you as well if we're going to talk career yeah. because you worked in a business for 10 years on your business and now you're on this new journey where you're trying to, again, apply all the lessons you learned but Mm -hmm. in a very different context. And I feel like, if I may, observe you as a bestie but you're putting healthier boundaries down. You're putting your foot down more. You're taking less shit. Like, yeah. honestly, our 30s, and I feel like our 40s, it's just going to get better and better. Yeah, less shit. Zero fucks given yeah. mentality. It's coming for us. Yeah. And it applies also to things like body image. Like, I know we're going really broad here. <laughs> like, it is. Oh, my God, imagine someone's, this is their first episode. <laughs> their first episode they've ever listened to. They're going to be like, these motherfuckers are cooked. <laughs> What's their deal? Are we having fun? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Rebsy. We don't have time for what I don't have time for this week, but that's fine. (laughs) We're going to push it over to next week, which is fine, (laughs) because I've got a big topic to dive into next week. And actually, I wouldn't mind some time to kind of process and ponder it a little bit more. So let's end the episode here. What we do have time for is... Hit me with your knot spun. All right, let's be quick with this. Have I got a knot spun for you? (laughs) Um, I was chatting to a mum. A little bit of context. I'm sorry. I'm going to be really quick. Basically, she was telling me that her daughter has really been struggling with nightmares. Oh. Yeah, really disrupting her sleep. And I asked her, have you tried Bedtime Explorers? Now, Bedtime Explorers is totally free if you have the Apple Podcast app. You just type in Bedtime Explorers. And it is, and I've vetted every episode, it's amazing, but beautiful meditations and stories to go to bed with. And what I love about it is that the woman's voice isn't annoying. Okay. It's really important to me. There's a very soft sort of dulcet tone and energy to it. But get this. So there's episodes where it's like a story about a fairy or a story about an elf or a friendly witch or whatever. That's not going to give them nightmares, but it has embedded deep in my kid's psyche. So the other day I had to put Iggy in his cot. You know how kids fight bedtime? He was like, I don't want to go to bed. I don't want. And I was like, no, 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 it's bedtime. And I'm trying to put him in his cot and I sit him down and he sits down in his cot and he goes, I feel so angry, mummy. And I've never taught him to mm, I feel. articulate yeah, yeah. anything about his feelings yet because speech has been obviously a challenge for Iggy, but I was like blown away and I was like, oh, 
wonder where he's learnt this from. And then I saw him taking deep breaths. Anyway, fast forward a few days later. Whoa. So the kids go to bed at seven. I came into their room late one night at 11 p.m. just to check they had blankets on because the aircon's quite cold in our house. So I was just making sure. And I tuned in to Bedtime Explorers because I have it playing yeah. all through the night. Yeah. So that oh. when they, instead of a sound machine, Bedtime Explorers. Whoa. And there's, no wonder it embeds into their psyche. Yeah, but there's like 61 <laughs> episodes, right? So it's, it's fantastic. But I happened to walk in as it was the narrator saying, and when you feel those red hot feelings of anger inside, you can let go of them, like letting go of a balloon and just say, I feel angry. I feel angry. Did the Russians develop this podcast? Fuck off. <laughs> Next minute he's like, Mum. <laughs> oh, God, where are you going with this? I won't. <laughs> Put a pen in it. I will. But um, anyway, I just thought that was really cool. Yeah, wow, that's cool. Like, very, very and cool. And I will say it has helped with Iggy's nightmares. Do you sage their rooms? I don't. So Do you- I was on the phone to my girlfriend the other night and Teddy came to get. She goes, Mommy, Mommy, we forgot to sage. Oh, <laughs> She's bless. like, sorry, what? And I was like, oh, nightmares. I, he asked me to sage every night, like sage over his head, oh, smudge beautiful. out the room. He loves it. He goes, mm, I love the smell. But in his but head, it- it's like banishing any nightmares. I love that. Yeah. Placebo Fantastic. effect, sure. But it works. It works. It yeah. doesn't matter. It works. But just don't, you know, don't get the fireys cold. Yeah, don't, I paid don't the be bill. doing that. I paid the bill. Oof, brutal. I got them down. Hey, babe, life's not fair. <laughs> oh, we are having fun. It's just how the world works. It's just how the world works. I got works. them down to half. They agreed to half. Good. So they should. So Still they should. Grand. I know. It's brutal. Anyway, Bedtime Explorers, Great. it's free. Okay. Give it a go. Like, let me know what you think. I reckon your kids I'm will be try into it. it. Is it old enough for my kids? Is it for little, little kids? No. It's fine. Your kids will love okay. it. It's very soothing. They it's listen just a, to Squiz Kids. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's a wind down yeah, okay. vibe. Like cool. I honestly get the kids out of the bath and it's already playing in their rooms. Nice. It just sets the energy and cool. the tone. Love it. Anyway. Hear me with your nuts bun. I've got to follow. Ooh, love a follow. Um, I was reminded last night that about my favorite account on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's called Overheard New York. Yes. And it's literally just typed out in notes and posted on their grid things that have been overheard said on the streets of New York City. It's fucking brilliant. Can I read you a few? Yes, give us an example. I mm. love this shit. As heard in NYC. And you know, if you've ever been to New York, you know that like it's not hard to eavesdrop. Like people, no. people speak like this just walking around. Yeah. Like it's so aggressive. It's my favorite city to people watch. Actually, that's my favorite city in the world. To be honest. Okay, here's one. So this is overheard in West Hampton. It always says where it was overheard. Love it. From now on, instead of saying I saw it on TikTok, just say I read it in the Times. Brilliant. Brilliant. So New Yorker. Here's one. Hey, I haven't seen you since we graduated. Oh, hi. Wow. Yeah, that was intentional. (laughs) (laughs) My God, I would have lolled so hard hearing that IRL. Here's one. And then it's often got like the context. So guy walking husky in the freezing weather. Stranger. He was made for this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. That's so good. How's this one? I went on a date with like a 44-year-old dude who said he would be ready to settle down in the next three to five years. (laughs) It just puts it. you there. Yeah. It pops into your feed every day. It's amazing. It's a little bringer of joy. Oh my god. Sorry. Sorry. I just got a text from our manager. The Canberra Theatre is available <gasps> on our date. Oh my god, that's amazing. We're coming Woo! for you. Oh my god, that's so exciting. That means we've got one more city locked Dude, in. Revs, I love that we're gonna do these big announcements and then you just casually <laughs> drop this on the podcast. Sorry. That's exciting. Look, Canberra, we're coming Canberra's for you. Canberra's locked in. We're coming for you. Four more cities to go that we've got our tour. Anyway, stay tuned for that. 
We love you, Tia. Yeah, we've got to end this up. It's been a long one. Yeah. We love for staying you. with us. If you've made it this far, happy Valentine's Day. And as always, if you want more episodes in your ears on concentrated topics, we're on Android now. We, we begged are. us. We did it. We got our shit together. You can, of course, always get DNM on Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe there in feed. Or if you want it for an Android, jump over to Spotify. It's a separate show. You can handle it. It's called DNM. We don't have time for this. Subscribe to that and you get all the extra apps. We love you, DLs. We love you so much. Be my Valentine. And we look forward to being back in your ears bright and early on Friday morning. Bye-bye. Bye.